Miriam Tazi in the house. Malcolm Riddle. Ooh. Is that different? <laughs> what do you say? You sound different? Yeah, do I sound different? Oh, My man, mic- you're good. You're good in the hood. My headphones are actually low for once. Uh, uh, uh. She's ready, people. Thanks. And I hope you are, too, for another episode of American Riddle. And here we go. Uh. Yeah. Uh. One more time. For your motherfucking mind. <laughs> yeah. So what's happening, huh? What's going on? We got the spring out, the birds are chirping, you know what I mean? We got, uh... Yeah, well, they say it might snow this weekend, too. We got the, uh, <laughs> snow? Yeah. Man, we got pollen and snow. Yeah, it's very confusing. <laughs> it's weird. I actually didn't take my medicine today. I should. It's too much. Yeah. Because it comes on strong, and then the, the car is covered, covered in <laughs> yellow... Yeah. You know what I mean? It's aggressive. Turn the vents on and it comes... <laughs> you can't even... You can't even make it, huh? And the eyes... Oh, man. It's the worst <laughs> it's this whole, time of the year. Face. Some of you, Some of you listening probably don't even suffer with this hay fever. You know what I mean? Yeah, Allergies. A lot more people do now. And I feel like Virginia help, makes people develop them, actually. It's crazy. Yeah. It's Virginia's pain. tough. It's got ragweed, dogwood, all these different... Things. Yeah, I don't know what it is I'm allergic to, but it's one of those ragweed thingies. I can feel it. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's You'll awful, and I was, I've been miserable. You'll see me in the corner. <laughs> 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 can't even can't even breathe. You're just messed up. It's the worst. Yeah, the eyes crying. Gotta wa- yeah, got to wash your face seven times. <laughs> wash your hands. Yeah. Ugh. People, that's but that's it. That's how we do it. So we, we just got to keep pushing forward, right? Doesn't it like it stops at some point, right? Yeah. Usually it's just the beginning of the summer. <laughs> I mean, spring, like the beginning part, and then it tapers off, and then you're okay. There's but like then it hits allergies. me. Yeah, that's what I was say. Too. Then it hits me again later on. That's weird. Yeah, it is what it is. You got to move somewhere dry, like Arizona. I like Arizona. I've been there. It was nice. <laughs> I like Arizona, but wait a minute, Chuck D. Okay. <laughs> That's what's up. What's going on with you? Well, yesterday, as um, you may or may not know, there was a hearing on Capitol Hill for Governor Rick Snyder. Mm. So, Michigan Governor Rick really? Snyder. They're bringing him to justice. <clears throat> it's a hearing. Oh, so, it's ju- what does that mean, justice? Words. Oh. You know. Everybody wants to hear, you know, empty apologies and, and, mm. and false promises and, you know, what what should have been done. You know, passing the buck. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a lot of that, especially when it comes mm. to Flint, Michigan. It's a lot of that. And and it's can't, what is it? Uh, right. You know, in the, 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 the heat of the political season, you know, so everybody is is weighing in. Everyone cares. Everyone is. But no one wants to take full responsibility, right? Or he's pretending he to is, take responsibility. He is 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 saying that, but you know, he he has got to go. You yeah, know, he well, he's got to go, and people making skills or not. To... He's protected, and he's protected by the higher ups of the Republican Party, and and they who, have, they who knows have who. money invested somehow. Man, you know, they're all in cahoots. Yeah, this whole this whole system, man, is rigged. It's rigged. Rigged. To a certain degree, I, I agree. 
So yeah, I was up. I, I we were supposed to record the podcast earlier, and this is why it's a little late. But um, word word got got to me that uh, my dad Sam Riddle, he's been on the podcast many mm-hmm. a times, mm-hmm. keeping us up to speed of what's going on in the D, Detroit, uh, Flint, Michigan, right. uh, and and the state in a whole. Uh, so once I found out he was in town, I just uh, instead of coming to the studio. I went straight to the hill to see if I could, I could, uh, you know, have a sit down with him and his crew. Uh, and somehow I lucked up, man, because, you know, trying to find parking on, on the hill around one o'clock. Mm-hmm. I think it was, you know, right after lunch hour and stuff, mm-hmm. but it worked out. So I, I managed to meet him. We'll play that interview in a second. Uh, but just leading into it, you know, we we're talking about the everyone weighing in on, What's going on in Flint, Michigan? I got this clip. There's a few clips I'm going to play just to set it up. And you guys have heard us uh, talk about it before. Give me a second. Here we go. Look at that. You got one studio. We got the flat <laughs> screen. Miriam Tazi is comfortable. You know she can wiggle her toes. You know these are legs. yeah. She she's you know. You guys I don't got know. Spoiled today. Well, now I I realize how spoiled <clears throat> this is. I, I you know we had to shift some stuff around in the studio, and unfortunately, I didn't get it caught on uh, caught on tape, so I could play it in the outtakes. <laughs> but M- Miriam expressed her. She expressed herself you know in 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 the AWA fashion the african with attitude fashion AWA in what, the building what did i say and she just made it clear <laughs> and women if women have a way in making things clear they don't have to raise their voice sometimes they can just breathe and you just know that you know you got to make sure everything is comfortable so we we uh, rearrange some stuff in the studio so she has a little bit more elbow room and, and nice. wiggle room and she can uh, eat her cheese and her you know, <laughs> have her drink and so on. But let's get back, okay? Thank you. Let's, let's Thank just you back. for that. The people don't need to hear I all pre- this stuff that goes on behind closed doors. You brought it up. I don't need. To, I'm just saying thank you and I appreciate it. I don't need to air out the dirty laundry. You know, <laughs> you just did. <laughs> We don't need to go down that road. Oh, well, you just did. Thanks. Take the high road. Mm-hmm. You know. Now I'm a gentleman. I'm now, a gentleman. But... <laughs> so, <laughs> can we please play the clip? Now? Absolutely. So this this is a clip right here of uh, Steve Harvey, and we all know Steve Harvey, comedian turned uh, uh, what is he? Uh, comedian turned game show host turned host uh, in general like yeah, he does he's a, a lot of he's got his own show on tv did the yeah. miss america fumble debacle yeah. you know what i mean came back strong yeah you know and it's and, not going anywhere and so we see uh, big ups <clears throat> to him anyway for you know anyone that's standing up for flint michigan uh you know big ups to them keeping it on there keeping the conversation in the forefront and on this clip right here we have him speaking uh with a panel and uh charlie leduff uh, Charlie is a, a big personality, uh, newscaster, reporter, uh, Pulitzer Prize winning reporter, um, formerly at the New York Times, the Detroit News, and currently at Fox TV's uh, The American, uh, The Americans with Charlie LaDuff. So he's a big figure out in, uh, in Michigan and, and Detroit, and he's they're weighing in on, on what's going on in 
Flint, Michigan. There were, were we talking about race and all that, right? This, this isn't a racial war in America. It's class warfare. That's right. I see in this audience, I see black, I see white, I see Latino, I see Arabic. I see the great middle of America that once was. That's right. Flint made America rich. That's right. Wall Street got bailed out. General Motors got bailed out. No one, you're not even asking for a bailout, you're just asking for help. Listen to me. And this is not an easy statement. They letting y'all die. That's right. That's right. That's what I'm about to say. That's right. Because they letting y'all die because they gonna let the city die. That's right. And y'all are the city. See, we gotta start thinking about getting out. I mean, I'm gonna be real with you. They ain't fixing these pipes for years. We got to really start thinking about getting your kids up out of here. Now, is that easy to do? No, it's not. See, you're talking to somebody been at all the economic levels. I lived in a car for three years, so hold tight. It ain't like I'm just some rich boy that ain't get up and move. I ain't saying that to you. Right. I'm saying this here. Got to start preparing, making preparations, and we got to try to generate some type of fund for the city of Flint that can come in a lump sum, get dispersed, and y'all can make a move. Y'all got to start looking at this thing another way. Save your children. Thank you. Save Thank you, Steve. your Thank children. You. Thank you. Hey, folks, welcome. So, yeah, that's that's a powerful statement, huh? Yeah, but it's <clears throat> true, man. Like, that's that's how you have to look at it, you know? And it's sad. <clears throat> it's sad that it's true. Um, but to get a reaction, um, to hopefully make a change, like, because he's right. The pipes are not going to change. They're not going to fix them all it's going to take years, you know? And, um, in the meantime, like, what are these people going to do? Like people can't keep living like this. So, I mean, you need help to move from that kind of situation. You can't just get up and go. It's not that easy, you know? So it's just, well, I mean, again, it's not an easy solution. So they were on Capitol Hill, uh, and testifying, uh, you know, bringing the governor, you know, up, under oath to testify, you know, what the hell right. has been going on? What went on? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, there, there are a lot of people weighing in on this. One of those um, politicians is, uh, is Matt Cartwright. And Matt Cartwright is a uh, U.S. representative of uh, uh, Pennsylvania. So this is a clip of him grilling the governor. Mm. Headline after headline about health problems, hair loss, rashes, E. coli, bacteria, sewage, Legionnaire's disease. Did you read any of those stories, Governor Schneider? Congressman, I read a number of those stories. What I would tell you is those stories, we would follow up on them and continue to get reaffirmation from career bureaucrats that the water was safe. That was wrong. Do you admit here today that more cases of Legionnaire's disease were reported since the switch to Flint River, then quote, all the cases in the last five years or more combined. Do you admit that? Yes, and that's why I provided a table that shows a number of these cases were at healthcare facilities 
terms of the numbers, there were 87 cases you in the two-year period. You admit here today that even after the whole world knew that Flint Congress residents Senator, were exposed to unimaginable levels of lead, you did not declare a state of emergency until January 2016. Isn't that true? I took immediate action. As soon as I learned there was a lead issue, we started issuing filters to people, doing water testing, filters. doing blood testing. Governor and to be open Snyder, with you, I wish more plausible deniability only works when it's plausible. And I'm not <laughs> buying that you didn't know about any of this until October 2015. You were not in a medically induced coma for a year. And I've had about enough of your false contrition and your phony apologies. Susan Hedman from the EPA bears not one-tenth of the responsibility of the state of Michigan and your administration, and she resigned. And there you are, dripping with guilt, but drawing your paycheck, hiring lawyers at the expense of the people, and doing your dead-level best to spread accountability to others and not being accountable. It's not appropriate. Pretty soon, we will have men who strike their wives saying, I'm sorry, dear, but there were failures at all levels. Mm, mm, wow. Mm. People who put dollars over the fundamental safety of the people do not belong in government. And you need to resign, too, Governor Snyder. Bam. Yield back. What a beast. Bam. That's pretty awesome. Boom. That's pretty awesome. If a woman did that, though, wouldn't be able to say something like that. Man, it needs to be said. Mm-hmm. You kidding me? Doesn't matter where it comes from. That message needs to be delivered, <clears throat> and so it was. And then we had uh, uh, Representative Elijah Cummings out of Maryland. He weighed in as well. Uh, Governor, do you admit here today that you have asked the people of Michigan for more than one million dollars to pay for your criminal and civil defense fees? Yes. And it makes me sick to, to think you found a way to have the state of Michigan pay over $1 million in legal fees, yet you thought so little of the people in Flint that you could not be bothered to ask the legitimate the legislature for, for money to switch them over to clean water. You cannot be trusted, and, and, and I, I got to tell you, uh, you, you need, to, you need to, to, to resign. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, you got to bring it. You, 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 you know, the, we have to stay on this message, and I keep saying that. And I said it, and I'll play the interview with Sam Riddle that we it, it is paramount that we stay on this this message of him resigning. If it was anyone else, right, you'd be gone. <clears throat> I mean, there is someone high up. I don't know if it's if it's if it's Kaiser Sose himself. This protecting this man, but damn, you know what's and and the thing that that kills me is you heard me since we started the podcast talk about Flint mm-hmm. and everything that goes on in Flint. Yeah, I've made light about it about getting your mouth blown out, getting split, all this stuff. But a lot of the stuff that's been going on in Flint, whether it's boiling water, well, whether whether it's the crime in the streets, no one's cared about, no one's talked about until now. Because the shit hit the fan, and it should be talked about. But there's there's tons of stories in Flint, Michigan, that no one's heard about. And you say, oh yeah, why you know why put all this emphasis? Why say it's you know the black people? Yeah, it's it's as Charlie pointed out. Charlie the Duff pointed out. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's it is classism. It is a group of people. They're they're white people. They're black people. They're Latinos. They're 
uh, Arabs. There are, are Asian Americans. There's all over. Flint, Michigan is suffering, yep. and they are being they they were left to die in the in the in the seventy late seventies and early eighties. And then when crack came in, they no one cared. When I was growing up there, no you heard S V point J talk about it in the last podcast. Mm-hmm. What did he say was across the street? A crack house. That's like, right. Uh, Dope houses were all over the place. Uh, it was common practice for high school students to go and get a job at a dope house. You know what that you know what that entails? You know what that is? When you get a job at a dope house? You you just you stand and watch. You're either watching outside or you're 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 doing something inside. Shift work. Because there was no work in Flint, Michigan. You know, unless you're unless you were working at that time, circa 1986-87, working for 350 an hour, you know what I mean? That is not appealing or that it is is very difficult to grasp that when you could go work at a dope house. And, you know, make, uh, you know, a, a stack of money at that time. Maybe maybe you'd make a few hundred bucks, you know what I mean? Just hanging out on a corner or working inside. I mean, those were those are real options when all over the country there are people that are having pizza. They're going to school functions. They're going to proms. You know what I mean? They're, they're, they're attending uh, 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 field trips. Going on dates, not in Flint, Michigan. And Flint's not the only. There's Benton Harbor, Michigan. It's a ghost town. There's places in Ohio. There's there are places all over this country. Uh, Chicago. There's places all over the country that, that have been forgotten about. And there's a reason why they've been for, forgotten about. It's, it's because of that classism. And at the end of the day, it does come down to... to, to uh, to classism and racism and you know it's been exploited people have profited over it and and now the chickens are coming home to roost but no one's taking accountability no one's being held accountable for this they're figuring a way they're 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 biding their time yeah so they can figure a way to get out of to weasel out of it to to even 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 to soften the sentence you know what I mean? If when the hammer comes down, they're going to figure a way to get a light sentence just just to appease, just to please the, the public, the newspapers. But I say to the media, stay on this. Please stay on it. And this is why, you know, you know, we've talked about it so much on the on the po- or at least I've talked about it so much on the podcast. It's, of course, you know, I still have family there. I still have friends there, know. you know. And, and it could happen anywhere, though. I know. That's the thing. Yeah. It could happen anywhere. Yeah. Whew. All right. Where yeah. was I, man? I get worked up. I know. What the fuck's Sorry. going on, man? Huh? Let That's me just break question. it down. So let me get to the let me get to the Sam Riddle interview. So I, like I okay. said, you know, I mean, I was on the go. An American Riddle. We, we, you know, we're in the know. So when I get something on, on my cellular device, <laughs> and I know sometimes I got to deviate, and I got to take action, and I got to get that interview. You know what I mean? So I was headed to the studio. You're proactive. Hey, man, you know, it's I'm not good. new to this. It's not, it's not my first time to the rodeo. No, it's not. You know? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, I, uh, yeah, so this is what I did. Deviated, hit Capitol Hill. 
hoping to get an interview, see what was going on. I missed the big, big, uh, um, uh, you know, press conference, uh, just, just because I was, you know, I was driving up, I was trying to sell some wine. I was down in Woodbridge. I was probably, you know, 45 minutes away, but I made it there in, uh, 25 or 30. So, but I was driving careful. Uh-huh. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's a, it was a challenge, but I did catch up with <laughs> Sam Riddle. So let's, uh, let's play that interview. American Riddle, tape for broadcast. It's Malcolm Riddle sitting here with uh, Sam Riddle, live and direct. There you go. Say that in the microphone. Hi, I'm Sam Riddle, political director, Michigan National Action Network. That's right. We're in the uh, on Capitol Hill right now. So what brings you into town, Sam? Well, there was a congressional hearing, and Michigan Governor Rick Snyder appeared, the poisoner of Flint, Michigan, in chief. Governor go. Rick Snyder of Michigan appeared before the uh, congressional oversight committee government and oversight committee and uh we were there to listen to him what they have to say well first of all he didn't say he was resigning that's what we want to hear because after you poison an entire city there ought to be some responsibility now he did do a classic pr crisis management technique where he took ownership for the file up but if you take complete ownership, the logical conclusion, yeah. Governor Snyder, is you should resign. Get your ass out of office. Why do you think he's still in office? He's in office because he's protected by the Republicans. The Republicans are on this committee. Let's understand, Republicans control the uh, Congress, the United States Congress. It's Republicans that are in the majority in Washington. That's why President Obama can never get anything done. And that's why the Republicans, because they are in control, protected the poisoner-in-chief, Michigan Governor Rick Snyder, today in the congressional hearing concerning the poison Flint water. So basically, what you know, what the world has been watching and watching is a city that's been left to die. Well, as a matter of fact, yes. Anytime you have thousands of children who have suffered irreversible brain damage, anytime you have adults who uh, have been poisoned, pregnant women, we don't know what the outcome of that is going to be yet. And and, and, and part of that, Malcolm, is related to the fact that this is a governor who did not flinch when it came to taking democracy from the predominantly black cities in Michigan by imposition of an emergency manager. We just finished a press conference with the dean of the entire uh, United States Congress, Congressman John Conyers of Detroit. He's the dean of the entire U.S. Congress. No one has more seniority in the House or the Senate. And Congressman Conyers is uh, pushing uh, legislation, federal legislation, that would regulate this whole phenomena of democracy-destroying emergency managers, which seem to be inflicted in Michigan on the predominantly black cities, Detroit and Flint. And, and uh, this is an impromptu uh, event, I guess, because I didn't even know you were coming up. Until, well, it's, an, uh, it's only impromptu in terms of me showing up. We yeah. flew in today. We'll be headed back to Detroit in a couple of hours. Who was with you? Uh, well, the president of Michigan National Action Network, Charles Williams, Reverend Charles Williams II, and a delegation from uh, Michigan, New York, Washington, D.C., National Action Network, also participating in the press conference today was our founder, uh, the Reverend Al Sharpton, participating in the press conference along with uh, uh, Congressman uh, John Conyers. So what progress do you, do you think will come out of this? Well, first of all, the exposure is gaining higher and higher uh, 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 numbers in terms of the people viewing and understanding that an entire American city was poisoned. And uh, they also are getting a glimpse 
into how politics really obstructs getting anything done. Yeah. Right now, the people of Flint still have not gotten the lead pipes re replaced, even though that has started. Right now, there's nothing in place to treat the youngsters who are going to have behavior problems as a re direct result of lead poisoning. They need a court to address that that does something other than funnel them from grade school to prison in that pipeline. Uh, lead poisoning impacts and causes negative behavior. When that occurs, those youngsters who have suffered from lead poisoning need treatment, not imprisonment. So would you would you say that up until now everything's been a big photo op as far as the political well, there've season? Well, there have been a lot of photo ops. And unfortunately, a class I teach, I teach a class in media at Wayne County Community College in Detroit. And one of the phenomena I discuss and examine is that of media intoxication. What has occurred is that we've had almost a celebrity tragedy uh, where there uh, have been a lot of cameras, a lot of microphones, People still drinking bottled water, still expected to bathe with bottles of water. There have been no substantive changes in the households where big tanks of water can meet the 50-gallon per person needs of the people of Flint. You know, Flint requires uh, 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 millions of bottles of water a day. If you look at 50, 50 gallons required per person of 100,000, well, that's every 50 gallons, every person needs 200 bottles of water. You can't wash your butt with a bottle of water. No, I mean... You need a I, tank from which you... Look at the hot water tanks, which have been contaminated. Yeah. Every hot water tank in Flint needs to be replaced. They aren't addressing that. Uh, right now, the people of Flint are still in pain while everyone is making media moments of that tragedy. So what, hap what, what happens leading into the presidential... Uh, election, does this story just go away, or do you think well, you guys you can still... you may recall that we had, during the debates, yep. in Detroit, the Republicans only mentioned it in passing. I think Marco Rubio, the late, politically late Marco Rubio, yep. addressed it about a half a second. Of course, during the Democratic debate, which I attended uh, in Whiting Auditorium in Flint, the CNN debate, uh, it was examined in much, much greater detail by both uh, Bernie Sanders and uh, Hillary Clinton. But right now, again, everyone has exploited the media moment, but there are children that have suffered irreversible brain damage. There are pregnant women. We don't know what type of births they're going to uh, give in terms of children that are born or not born because we have higher rates of miscarriages directly attributed to lead poisoning. Lead used to be used to conduct abortions uh, many, many years ago. So this is a very deadly uh, substance, and right now people are still in pain in Flint while the cameras roll on. Yeah, I just saw a clip. Uh, you know, it's like the Titanic, and yeah. the band played. On. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, there's no doubt. I mean, and that's my concern. Uh, my one of my concerns is this: this shit's been going on in, in Flint, Michigan, not just with the water, but with the crime, with the drugs, everything that's been going on in Flint, Michigan, for decades since since I left Flint, Michigan, mm -hmm. and now you know it, it is. And I hate to use the word hip, but it is the thing to talk about, especially with politicians and entertainers. Well, yeah, but what about the babies? What about the children? You know, they're giving some Head Start money, early childhood development money a little bit, but the impact is yet to be felt, and we're going to feel it. We're going to feel it. We're going to feel it in the courts. We're going to feel it in the schoolyard. We're going to feel it in the households with the behavior of these children. 
I believe that when we look at Flint, Michigan history, America is one of the bleakest moments in American history in terms of how they came to Congress, they debated, they pointed the finger, and very little was done. I look for this this governor to be charged at some point in time. Well, okay, so we're, we're sitting, standing right behind the nation's capital. The suburbs of Washington, D.C. are around us. What if this happened in... Potomac, Maryland, Fairfax you know County, what would happen. Loudoun Some County. Heads would have already rolled to a greater extent than we've seen. Right now, you know, you've got a governor, Governor Snyder, employing classic PR crisis management techniques. I apologize. I uh, own up and take responsibility for this snafu. No, governor, that's not it's enough. talking points. We require your head. Yeah. We require you going to jail. We require you being fired by the people. Resign now, Governor Snyder. Do you think? Do you think, in your your opinion, that does how much does race play into this? Well, race is everything because what we've witnessed is one of the most deadly forms of environmental racism in the history of this country. Uh, Flint is a predominantly Black and city that that is unbelievably poor. Over forty to sixty percent of Flint lives in poverty, and that includes white and black. Because poor white people have been victimized as much as poor black citizens of Flint. So clearly, class plays a role. But overall, the majority of citizens impacted are black and poor. And this is a classic example of environmental racism allowed to flourish with nothing being done here in the citadel of so-called democracy and freedom, the United States of America, which has failed the people of Flint, Michigan. So right now, you guys, uh, you and uh, a lot of other people working to keep this uh, in the forefront of the conversation. Well, yeah, we wanted Governor Rick Snyder to know. We want the Environmental Protection Agency to know that we are still watching. We will still agitate. We will still raise the issues. We'll still support Congressman Conyers as he seeks to enable federal legislation that will uh, govern how uh, emergency managers are handled across the nation. We need a uniform emergency manager act. Now, how do you how do, moving forward though? How do you how do you plan on keeping this conversation? What we've been doing, I mean, we keep, keep raising hell. Pressure. Yeah, I mean, how can we not raise hell? Both my parents are buried in Flint. I have a sister there, your aunt, who uh, uh, is a breast cancer survivor who's afraid to bathe with the water. I was raised in Flint. I mean, I have a vested interest in what happens in Flint, and people that care about fellow human beings have a vested interest and seeing that a humanity is allowed to flourish. Human beings have been poisoned. We are the richest nation on the planet. We can do something about it. This is a Governor Snyder who sits on $1.2 billion, $600 million in a rainy day fund, another $600 million surplus. He won't send any, spend any significant portions of those dollars on Flint. What's up with that? He's a bean counter gone nuts. So... Right now, what I'm hearing on the political trail seems to me to be empty promises, promises of what they're going to do. What would you say to the people of, of, of Flint, Michigan right now to deliver a clear-cut message from somebody who's been in the streets, in the grassroots Demand, grass demand that you be relocated and your government pay for it, federal and state. Demand care for your children and treatment 
if they're acting out. Uh, demand almost reparations for this poisoning that's occurred. You ought to be able to relocate, get a house somewhere else. You ought to right now, if you choose to stay in Flint, have a big tank with fresh water refilled daily or weekly, depending on the size of the tank. You need America to work in Flint, Michigan. And right now, America has shut the doors on Flint, Michigan. All right. And uh, on a lighter note, I do a, a top five on the podcast. You may or may not know, but I usually do top five, top five MCs, top five, whatever. I want to know what your top five movies are. Well, you know, I just saw 10 uh, Clo- Clover Lane or whatever. Cloverfield Lane. Cloverfield Lane. I like that. Yeah. What else you got? Uh, I like Spotlight. I liked uh, The Big Short. Was that it? I yeah. like that. Uh, I don't like any of the, uh, that, that little short black guy. I don't like nothing he's in. Who, Kevin Hart? Yeah, I don't like Kevin Hart. <laughs> 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 Why don't you like Kevin Hart? <laughs> uh, he's just silly to the nth. I mean, I'm not into Kevin Hart. I, I, I describe Kevin Hart as my son's version of Eddie Murphy. I don't Murphy. like any of those whinings. Who, who were they? So this is this is a <laughs> this is a top five most hated right now. List. Uh, well, yeah, I don't like any Kevin Kevin Hart movies. I don't like any of those whining films that spoofed uh, the Shades of Grey. I didn't like that. You went to see that it. That was horrible. What you a waste of it. money. The popcorn t- never tasted so bad. Um, let me think. What else? I was noticed that in your themes. You that always... thing about Egypt with all those white people. I didn't see that. When I've been to Man, Egypt, you see a lot of movies. And I didn't go to it. It was so bad. Uh, <laughs> but you know you the, hate uh, it. Yeah, I hate it. Yeah. And uh, uh, well, you can't have white people playing Egyptians. I've been to Egypt, man. No, you can't. Uh, Not in this day and age. Egypt looks more like Brazil or Detroit. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, a bunch of white folks running around. Um, That's three. I can come up with three. That's good. No, that's good. That's a a great list. Sam Riddle, thank you. uh, Thank you for giving us your time. Glad I caught you. There's another one I like. Race. Race. I liked race. I haven't seen that. That was good. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Anyway, that's it, man. I'm in D.C. I'm on my way back to Detroit. And you heard it live and direct. This is American Riddle. Okay, there it is. Much love, much respect. Hashtag. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Uh, huh? Kevin Hart? I came from nowhere. <laughs> I uh, don't like him. We're talking this serious. Just... We're talking politics. We're talking Flint, Michigan. And all of a sudden, it, it segues into, you know what I mean, hater of the year on the uh, Wayans <laughs> brothers and uh, Kevin Hart. Huh? <clears throat> and white Egyptians. Yeah. Or white people playing mm-hmm. Egyptians, should I say. Right? Sure. All right. <laughs> Here she goes, the African with attitude people. Beware, beware, beware. But that was the interview. We had a uh, good conversation, good meeting. Yeah, it was a good interview. Did good it job. right outside. Good job. Was, out in the field. Yeah, on, you. that's right. Field reporter, producer yeah, at I, large. I like that. You know what I mean? Asking yeah. the quick questions. You know Speaking what I mean? fast because you knew he was you know, pressed for time. Well, that was the first time him and I ever did a face-to-face Interview. Oh, yeah, that's true, because it's usually over the you know, phone. <laughs> it's even more weird, you know, father and son, I got to call him Sam. I, don't, I guess I don't have to, but, you know, mm. that's the way it went down, people. And, yeah, we were on Capitol Hill, right by the Rayburn building, uh, adjacent to the, to the, the Capitol building. And uh, pe- a lot of onlookers, you know, the well, microphones, yeah. we got the microphones, you know. Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to attract attention. My old man looking like Morgan Freeman. I'm up there looking, you know, with my Detroit cap on, 
sports blazer, chilling. But yeah, it was good. And like I said, I mean, we have to, we have, we all have to collectively stay involved and keep the the conversation uh, in the forefront. Uh, it's very, very important. It's paramount. So uh, yeah, and, and then he provided a you know a cool top five list. <clears throat> so yeah, not bad, huh? Not bad at all. All right. So anyway, speaking of top fives, hmm. right? I need to come back at you. I reevaluated my top five list list of groups, MCs, rap oh. groups. Okay, I'm not going to just do it right now, but at some some point, you and I are going to have a showdown because <laughs> I, you know, I thought about mine. I was like, ah, I got to I got to tweak it a little bit, but but we we will revisit that. But okay. I do want to play. I do want to play something. Mm. Um, What's that? So okay, Rock Him. Uh huh. You know him, right? I've heard of him. Yeah, Rock Him a lot, right? Yeah, Ra. Mm-hmm. The God MC. Sure. All right. Just want to make sure we're on the same page, right? Uh-huh. Universally known, right? <laughs> Hopefully. On the microphone, <laughs> yes. right? Yes. All right. Just want to make sure. Why? It's DJ Eric B, right? <laughs> Why are you? I'm just making sure. You, you're all on the same page. <laughs> I feel like you're setting me up. No, I'm not setting you up. But Eric B, Eric B, Rakim. Eric B recently did an interview. I'll just cut to the chase. Eric B. did an interview. He was on the Combat Jack show. Mm. Dope podcast. Features a lot of people that I would, we would love to feature, uh, but have yet to get <laughs> that, those inroads uh, to, to make it happen. But wishful thinking. Yeah, one day. Yeah, not even wishful. We're, we're, we're going we're gonna, to you know, make it happen. But uh, it, it's, a, it's a great podcast. Check it out. Uh, hip-hop podcast. And uh, he recently had Eric B. on there. God, man, he just drops knowledge. I mean, he's so connected. I've always heard room. Eric B. is one of those one of those figures, polarizing figures that he was always a mystery. Mm. You know what I mean? I said that about Russell Simmons. You knew Russell existed, but he was a mystery. Same with Rakim. Same with Eric B. Like you, you, you didn't. You heard things. <laughs> you know, you heard things, but you just didn't know. You don't know their facts or not, right? Well, you just, you is just, you didn't, you didn't even question it. You know what I mean? It's like it's like, you know what I mean? It's like untouchable. It's, like, it's like the sun and the moon. You know what I mean? You know it's there. Ra. Yeah, exactamundo, Miriam Tazi. So uh, he was featured on the latest episode of the Combat Jack Show. You can get that on iTunes. And uh, just just went into the whole era, that classic era, and them coming up and mm. all that stuff. If you hear something in the background, people, like I said, spring is in the air. <laughs> And we have our groundskeepers working uh, the studio today. So, you know, it's like I said, usually we don't record on this day, but the groundskeepers have a job to do. And I'm, I'm supervising it, making sure they're out there whacking weeds. So if you hear it in the background, that's what it is. But anyway, back to the show. I'm going to play, I'm gonna play just, a, just a snippet from the Combat Jack show okay. of Eric B. Two more questions, man. Sure. You worked with. In many in many people's um, opinions, the mm. greatest MC of all time. Okay, who are your top five favorite MCs of all time? Um, top five, I think LL. <laughs> you motherfucker! I knew that was gonna happen. I um, knew you were setting me up. Uh, it's rough, man. I I really don't have. Oh, a top LL five. first. LL is un- underrated. Hold on, motherfuckers. Thanks, LL is under. Yeah, I just, I had to play that. I had to play it. That's from Eric B. Set up. Eric B, baby. Eric 
B. You you know who he is, right, Miriam? You know right. who he is. All right, that's that's right. all. That was the build up. Nothing. I'm not going to go too deep into it, but you know, I, I did. I want you look at the way she's looking. <laughs> she just cut me with her eyes. She just literally cut me with her eyes. I don't set you up that way. See, I'm supportive. This is part of the show. The show. I has just call to have, you out when you picked the show, my MC. The show has but. to have showmanship, Miriam Tazi. <laughs> All right. All right. On that note of MCs. Fine. But we, what, I want to know what the rest of his list was. Did he get into it? No, not really. Really? Yeah, just he, LL? Is always hey, just he talks fit. about a couple of few things. But okay. listen to it. Download the episode. Mm-hmm. Subscribe. Not you know. anymore now that I know. What do you mean? It's Eric B. I, yeah, but. You know what I mean? Cool J. Now I'm pissed. And if you if, if, any, <laughs> if anyone, uh, you know, didn't tune in and, and are trying to figure out why we're talking about it because you missed one of the episodes, this is in reference to American Riddle uh, podcast uh, number 49 with SV Point J, a.k.a. Vic Strange, Victor Strange. And we go in to talk about top fives and, and how LL is on both of our top fives. So that way you can tune, uh, tune into those if you need to play catch up. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, top fives, baby. One of the things we, we need to talk about, we talk about more, because all we do, when we do talk about, we talk about the LLs. We talk about Rakim. We talk about KRS. We talk about Q-Tip and Chuck D. We talk about all these male MCs, Mariam Tazi. Yeah. What about a little female love? That's true. Huh? Yeah. What about a little female love? I'm okay with that. I think we did some digging. A you know what I mean? Bit. You and I did some digging. It's not a lyrics of fury, but we said, you know, let's, let's showcase a couple female MCs that we found, and Miriam actually found a dope clip. Well, that was, yeah, totally just actually doing research for one of our episodes of Lyrics of Fury. Um, I came across this freestyle, and um, and her. I just did a little more research on her recently, and I find out she's from Nigeria. Her name is... Uh, let me pull it up real quick. Mm-mm. Uh, the article I found is also cool. This Nigerian MC is the queen of freestyles. They already like set her up, but her name is Nezi Mamudu. Um, and uh, so she did a, a Texas tech cipher. And apparently this is kind of what blew her up. Um, and now she's doing more music, um, but she's not even that proud of this, but this is, I stopped when I found this, I was like, I have to save this. Um, and I did. And um, I played it for you the other day. And uh, you were like, you should have kept up for the show. But now we're playing it. Um, do you want me to play it? Yeah, man. You're waiting. All right, here we go. So that's the. This I'm playing the clip that I played for him. So here we go. I'm not one with that gun, once I murder, sir. Yeah. When I have a hunt, I try to say murder. 
telling everybody if they got an issue. Listen, flow keeps switching, serving out eviction. Yeah. Rapping every day like it's paying my tuition. Yeah. I'm the one here to spit up, quick to pull the trigger. The thriller in Manila fading all you bitch niggas. Hardest rapper in the cypher, and I own a purse. And if your flow down cold, it's because I wrote the verse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sick. Man, yeah. yeah, that was dope. That was just dope. When you, you know, I have to save it. Something we don't hear a lot of. I mean, yeah, you hear the, you know what I mean. You hear the pop MCs, uh, female MCs. I, I just like to say MC, but you see those, and you know, they're they're flashing a lot of TNA. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It talking out the side of the neck, and the the, the skill level. You know, I'm not specifically speaking about any female MC, but I mean, you know, there, there's definitely a play on the female uh, body. I think the female, uh, you know, I guess uh, playing it on playing it sex, playing sex up is what I'm trying to say, right? Yeah, and not I so mean, much on the MC, sells, but not on the skill level. Even if you go back to the classic era of uh, of, of of female MCs, I mean, you had Little Kim. Yeah, Foxy before Brown. I'm talking about before that, like MC Light. Yeah, I'm talking about Light Latifa. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about you yeah. Know. I agree. It's it's changed too. Um, I mean, them sisters but, were trying to keep up with the dudes, and they were they were throwing down. <laughs> I mean, throwing down. What other clip do you have for her? Uh, so this heard. is just one of her messing around with the Fuji's beat. Let's this is it. pretty good too. Just sitting around with her friends. So listen to this. Right masterpieces, you better grab your pieces. These no ordinary pieces, these Mona Lisa's. Met this girl named Khadija, my nigga had to Caesar. Asked her for my money and she said she had amnesia. Mixtape dropping soon, assemble the platoon. Ripping microphones on out to Sunday afternoon. Stay fed all day, eating entrees. Flipping three stacks like my name was Andre. You better get big papa, big dropper. Eat you niggas like supper. The hot hip hopper was beat to a chef. She sounds like she should be part of the group. Well, they've compared her to Lauren Hill, and she takes that as a huge compliment, obviously. Yeah, I mean, she sounds like she should be part of the crew. She's dope. Yeah. Dope voice. She rides the beat. Easily. She's just sitting around. She's just sitting. No, she's on it. No, I believe you. No, it's effortless. It's effortless. That's my point. No, no, you can tell it's effortless. You don't even need to see that. You ain't swaying, you ain't banging, you ain't burning ruins. You ain't She's dope. She's dope, man. She's dope. Wait, you got another one? Is it dope? This is one of her latest ones. She doesn't have a mixtape or nothing? She's got SoundCloud and stuff. Yeah, there's stuff out there for her now. And what's her name? Uh... Nezi Mamodu, so N-E-Z-I-M-O-M-O-D-U. Man, we need to find her. See if we can get an interview with her, too. Man, that would be pretty awesome. Track her down. All right, so this is one of her latest ones that she uploaded. She likes that boom back. 90s. She's in the 90s. 
make the devil feel my spurs like I was speeding in braille. It's the big bad broad, the niggas applaud. My rhymes never flawed. I don't strike for God. So sick and open in the throat. Yeah, she gets she gets dirty too. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, she gets down. She gets down. It's dope. No, it's dope. We get the we get the gist, Miriam Tazi. No doubt. That's that's a great great pick. It's dope. You know what I mean? I think I think I think what it is. I could be wrong, but I think the, the male MCs, the male group out there, the group of males that are out there, they're fear, fearful of a female takeover. I don't even know if a female takeover is in play, just because you have, you only have at least in the limelight, you only have X amount of MCs, and then there's just a sea of men. You know what I mean? It's it's kind of always been that that off balanced for sure within within the hip hop culture, but. I think there's some dope, dope females out there. And I think that's I think that's definitely missing from today's uh, hip hop culture. Well, at least from what I know, you know. I mean, I'm not really in the know, people, so don't take my word as as, as gold or or as God. Uh, but I did find I found one as well, and her name is Lady Lashure. She's from uh, Birmingham, England, and I discovered her just by chance. I was just running through Apple Music. You know what I mean, and and uh, came across her. She is dope. <laughs> All the, I mean, right up there. On, would you say on this level? Because you've heard the. I liked that. I, I like the what you found too. She's very very talented. Oh my god, we'll play a clip. Yours is better produced. Mine is, you know. She has a uh, uh, a a, a mixtape, and it's on available on iTunes called Queen's Speech. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like it's an EP, so it's like five or six songs or something like that. Um, let me pull it up. So this is this is from Queen's Speech EP Lady Lashure and this is uh this is Queen's Speech 2 Your weave smells like cornbread. Ugh. I'ma bring it to your doorstep. I'm about to be bigger than your forehead. Your head needs to get sorted. You will get licked down like a cornet. Eyeball, swish, cornet. So I don't know who you're eyeballing. Cause I ball, I ball like a bonehead. I ball, my call, Gigi Jordan. Yeah, beef, safe, cool then. You got a team? Okay. Call them, and if you want more, I'ma give you more then. Yeah. Your man goes down south like more then. And he opens his mouth like a yawning. Ow. He's gorgeous. <laughs> no lie. I'll be hitting neck like a bow tie. I go ham, pork wine. I'ma put the watch to your face, cause it's showtime. And I don't need any recognition. I don't need a cosign. Cause if this girl's gonna team up, then tag me in. It's fun. Close line. I make it ding, ding, ding like a phone line. I make it ring, ring, ring. That's my phone line. Wait. Hey, bitch. So you see, she's funky, right? Yeah. I mean, she she brings it, too. This is this is a little little slower slower vibe, but she's got some stuff, man. She's got some stuff that's just straight fire. So she brings the heat. So yeah, look up Lady Lachere if you wanna wanna hear more. I mean, it's uh, it just offers me up something a little different. You know what I mean? I get tired of hearing the same old same. It's being played time and time again. I need to mix it up. And a lot of stuff that the hip hop culture, you know, across the pond. You know what I mean? Across the way, you know what I mean? It's just, they just seem to be more diverse 
at least the, 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 the stuff that I hear. Now, we have to dig. Like I said, we do have to dig as far as our efforts here with the underground scene. Yeah, but it's a uh, different respect for it, for the craft, I think, and uh, for the classics and for the um, this golden era, you know, as they call it or whatever. But, yeah, it's um, there's still a lot of good... There's still a lot of good hip hop out there, like you said. We still have to keep looking, and I'm glad that we're bringing up some newer, newer stuff to light. And it's women. You can't go wrong. You can't, especially especially when they got like mad skills. Well, yeah. I mean, I think also there's more. It's more difficult for a woman. She has to prove herself more. This is that one song she does over the Busta Rhymes. Get it on, get it on. Yeah, this this is a uh, a clip that's on YouTube where she raps over the Busta Rhymes beat. I don't see how you can hate on a little girl. I look 12 years old. <laughs> Let go. Freaking out, got that automatic time. Automatic lyrics, automatic whip, automatic spinning. I gotta stop it. That's I got to. You guys can look it up on your own. Lady Leisure, Leisure. Um, she's 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 just dope. All the way. Both of those MCs are just dope. That's, that's the stuff you need. I mean, that's just the stuff to get you going, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. Miriam Tazi in the building. She's looking at a clock. You know what I mean? She's got to got to put her rouge on and get her hair did. <laughs> she's got duty calls. Look at her. She's she's looking at work. me all stern. Getting all sorts of looks today, people. But hopefully we brought you some some insight of what's going on, you know, in Flint, Michigan, in the country, in the world of politics, in the world of hip-hop, and even in the world of film, you know? We brought a top five, who, do, who who's hot, and of course, according to Sam Riddle, who's not? So you guys heard it here. a bonus. That's right. I got to go out here and uh, I got to go take care of these uh, groundskeepers. And uh, don't forget, you know, go on Amazon.com. No, AmericanRiddle.com. 
almost messed up Miriam Tazi, AmericanRiddle.com. Click on the Amazon banner. Support the podcast, people. You know, we need a little love. Help us out. Right, Miriam Tazi? Right. Domino motherfucker. The American Riddle Podcast. Malcolm Riddle.